TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barangini-Mo. Joining me today is Matt Monero, who's on a quest to help people get their financial house in order, get their mindset right, and put real life strategies in place to live what he calls your lifestyle by design. He believes that in order to do that, most people need more money. I think he's right. He's also the author of this book, You Need More Money, Wake Up and Solve Your Financial Problems Once and For All. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Ooh, you know, I got your book and I was like, what young millennial upstart wrote this nonsense when I saw the cover, right? But, <laughs> and I've heard your comments about the hand and I think they're hilarious, by the way. It is a little hairy, but, <laughs> and not your hand. I get that. But, but, so I didn't know what I was getting into, but it, there was a part of me that was like, I'm kind of excited about what's in there. And so when I read it, I was like, oh my God, this is the kick in the pants. This is everything. And so... For our audience who is, I hope, waiting for their copy to arrive if you don't already have it, why do we need more money? Well, I mean, I think you summed it up. Um, we need more money to be able to live the lifestyle that we design for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, that's the nice side of the book. That's the yeah. feel-good side of the book. The reality is that, you know, the book is the genesis of, our, of a family tragedy, and yeah. I, I can't get away from this tragedy. I was just in St. Louis this past weekend burying um, my wife's best friend. Oh, and, um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was another sad uh, scenario. And I say this with love in my heart, but I paid for the funeral. So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm like, I, my life is just lately, my dad calls it the ratios of real life are starting to kick in, right? It's like, yeah. it, it's when the guy who runs three miles a day drops dead of a heart attack or the, the perfect couple, couple at the cocktail parties gets a divorce out of the blue, right? Yeah. Or, or, or the guy that we thought was only having one drink a night, you know, ends up checking into rehab. Right. It's the ratios yeah. of real life. And for me, the ratios of real life center around money and how, people don't have enough of it. And, and therefore, um, it, it stifles their lifestyle by design. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and there's so much shame around money that it's hard to talk about it openly. Yeah. And even with best friends, it's hard to be open about it. Yeah. And I liked that in the book, you had a really neat phrase. I'm in accumulation mode that yeah takes you out of being in a mindset of, I can't afford it, and puts you in a place of, yet, I can't afford it yet, and I'm, I'm in accumulation mode, I'm thinking toward the future. And I really liked that. And those of you who watch the show, you guys know that I am a little stingy. I'm not stingy with praise about books, but I am stingy about the books that I say are among my favorites for the year. This is one of them. Look at this. These are bookmarks, things to go back to. I've dog-eared pages all over the... I mean, I've made notes. This is a fantastic book. It's no joke. And, and it's not just like you need more cash. It's, it's, it's the beginning of a philosophy that I really believe in. When, and, and it's something I talk about when I talk about exit planning, for example. So many business owners don't have a plan for not if, but when something happens to them. And that's why businesses tank. It's why family members fight over the ownership of the business and leadership and nobody knows what's going on and employees lose their jobs. And 
you're talking about this in, in almost a bigger way. Like it's not just excellent. It's money. You need more money. You need more money. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. And I think, you know, people spend more time planning things that are ways to spend money and nobody really thinks about (laughs) why do I need to accumulate money? And we need to accumulate money. We, you know, the, 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 the one thing I know for sure is that sooner or later, everyone has to come to grips with it. You either yeah. won or lost the game of money. And, um, and it's, a, it's a really difficult topic to talk about. But mm-hmm. through the tragedy of my brother-in-law, it was empowering for me to be able to tell that story. And while I was beginning yeah. to tell his story, guess what? I started to tell my story too, right? I mean, I yeah. started from nothing. And um, I hope that people appreciate some of the transparency that I share in the book. I mean, I'm not afraid to talk about how I lied to my wife about our money situation and how she called me out on it. Yeah. And then then how to really the steps I took to fix it. And I think I honestly, I think anyone, if they follow those steps can make a lot more money. Yeah. You know, in the book, you talk quite a bit about our networks and hanging with the people we spend time with. And you talk about not hanging around too much with people who have excuses and a broke mentality. And you say it's important to find and connect with people who support you and provide opportunities. Now, I'm good at connecting with the right people, but um, how do you find people who can provide you with opportunities, or how do you ask for that? That's something I know women aren't really programmed to do, and a lot of people have trouble asking for help. So how do you do that? You're talking deal flow. You're talking investment opportunities. You're talking about how, to, how does someone bring me a deal that I can invest in to make more money? Is that what you're is that what you're using? Well, you were you said it's important to have friends that can support you and provide you opportunities. Now I'm not sure what those opportunities are. Um, but but say you're somebody who is in accumulation mode yeah. and you wanna up your game. So you find the right people, but how do those relationships go from I support you, I encourage you, yes, I'm your mentor, absolutely, to I'd also like you to provide me with opportunity. What kinds of opportunities and how does that work? Yeah, so it's such a good question. It's such a big deal. How do we, find, how do we open up the kimono to talk about? <laughs> right? And um, i tell you where it comes from. It comes mm-hmm. from having the money to be able to invest in the deal. Mm-hmm. Because you, you get to then leverage those relationships by simply saying, I've got a few bucks that I need to put to work. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest? Ah. And, and those deals begin to happen. So, you know, I, I, I tried, Susan, to give people real milestones, right? I, I, yeah. Because I was always looking for these milestones. How do I know how I'm doing? And so we put the litmus test in the book, the one, three, five, ten. That's yeah. your where are you financially litmus test. That's a wake up call for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that, unfortunately, that test gets harder as we get older, right? Maybe yeah. People in our 20s have that, maybe even in our 30s. But once you start to put a 5X to it in your 40s or a 10X to it in your 50s, then it really begins to shed light on where we are. But yeah, um, I say in the book, $50,000 liquid cash is the only time that you can say that you're out of broke. Very hard for people to understand that. It's or a big number. It's, it's a, a big b- number. For a lot of people, that's especially you know solo entrepreneurs, people who work on their own. That's yeah. that's a. It seems like a big number for a lot of people. But it's but it is the truth. Um, you know, we have to have a lot more than that to really be able to feel secure 
Um, and then I go a step further and say that we really need 100,000 before we can begin to get into deals. And what I mean by the deals are opportunities to buy into maybe as yeah. a limited partner or maybe co-invest with someone or like I do with commercial real estate, I just ride other people's coattails. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't know that much about buying commercial real estate or managing commercial real estate or renting yeah. commercial real estate. I leave that to the experts. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is one of the most important things is where do we stand and then what do I need financially to be able to get to these milestones? And I tried to share my version of it. Look, I'm good friends with a guy named Grant Cardone. <laughs> Cardone thinks my numbers are stupid low, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I'm coming from nothing. And by the way, he's come from nothing too. So maybe yeah. he's right. But I tried, to, I tried to adjust it for people to begin to understand what yeah. real milestones were. I talk about in a book, you know, and, and I'm sure you remember it where you know, I remember saying to my wife, Rocky, we got 10,000 saved up. Can you believe it? We thousand. We were both just giddy about it. We couldn't believe it. It yeah. seemed like all the money in the world. Yeah. And, um, and so we have to come up with these certain milestones, these achievement levels. And I tried to give people what I thought those were. And I tried to be as honest as I can. The reality is you need 50 grand before you're out of broke. You need a hundred to get into deals. Yeah. And then the big, the big thing is how much do you need to call it quits? And I don't think I can be um, outrageous enough to give that number to people because yeah. you've got to connect it to your lifestyle by design. Not everybody needs the same number to live a happy, healthy life. Okay, I'm going to ask you a bonus question, Matt. <laughs> I don't always, but I'm going to. Okay, so to achieve the kinds of things you talk about in this book, to make the kind of money you're talking about, it requires a lot of grit. Oh, I, oh, did I say the name of another book that you wrote? <laughs> what? Uh, it, it requires determination because yeah. you have to look at that money in your account and not go, uh, oh, we have money for a big vacation yeah. and not go, oh, we have money for the better car or oh, let's go buy a bigger house. You have to be, let's say, a little frugal and wise with your choices and stay the course. And, and I think that, that it's not just the temptation that's difficult, but also what are you giving up to get to that? And, and, and so there's a you know, certain segment of society that says, don't work so hard that you miss your life. So on your deathbed, you go, wow, I, no, no one ever says, wow, I wish I worked harder. So how do you balance? Is there ever balance here? So you actually get time off, get to spend time with your family, et cetera. I think work? I'm one of the most balanced guys you could ever meet. I okay. mean, um, I don't, there is no separation for me between Friday and Saturdays or 6am or 6pm. I mean, I, 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 I don't think that's how it should go. Okay. Um, so how do you, how do you get on the right track? You've got to find the right platform. It's the biggest people have this really wrong. They especially have it wrong with millennials. Yeah. Everybody wants to climb hills. People want to achieve. That idea that people are lazy and all that sort of stuff, it's just wrong. It's mm -hmm. not true. People want to achieve. The problem is we, achieve, we climb hills that are just too doggone small. Yeah. And so when we achieve, we really didn't move the needle. And when it comes to earning more money, the way you achieve more is to make sure that you pick the right platform. So many people are in a business that they're incredibly passionate about and they want to achieve and they want to climb the hill, but it's a lousy business. Yeah. It's never going to produce the income that they want. 
And then I try to give the readers an idea of, well, how do you know? This is how you know whether you're in the right platform. Is someone in that platform living the life that you want? Are they yes. making the money that you want? Or like in my office, I just interviewed a guy for a sales job earlier and, and he'd read the book. And I said, I'm going to, you're going to interview with everyone else in this company. And you're going to see that someone who works 10 feet from you is making X number of dollars. And if you want that, you will work side by side by that person. That's yeah. how you know the platform's the right platform. Show yeah. me who's making the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I thought that was such an astute question. And, and it can be hard in some fields to find the right role model, to find the person who's really doing it. And certainly, you know, I think it's fair to say that in the coaching space and the guru space and the personality brand space, very difficult to know who's really doing it and who's got the really good facade. You think maybe they're doing it, but you don't really have proof to know. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. True. You got to go all the way to the top on that. I mean, if, yeah. if you're, you know, if you're in that space, you've got to, you got to follow whoever that person might be, whether it might be Mel Robbins. You're familiar with Mel Robbins? I know that name. She's just crushing it. I mean, yeah. she's just killing it. You know, you got to go high, a, a Cardone, yeah. a Tony Robbins. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't have to question that those type of people have really made it. It's the middle that you got to worry about. And you don't yeah. want mentors from the middles. I was surrounded by it my whole life. And it cost me a decade of success taking advice from people who weren't high enough up on the income or lifestyle of food chain. And I, 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 it cost me a decade of thinking too small and running my business that way, right? Oh, if we grew, Hey, we grew 10% a year and the industry grew yeah. 3%. Oh, yeah. that's so you went from a hundred grand in revenue to 110 grand in revenue. Jeez. That, that really <laughs> happened, right? yep. good, good one. Right. Preaching to the choir here. I tell you what, <laughs> Matt, I, I wish I had more questions that I could ask. I mean, I have them, but I'm not allowed to ask them. So where <laughs> well, can people find it. you? <laughs> it's Matt Monero on all social media platforms. Just type okay. in Matt Monero to find me, but we should do it again. And we'll do another two questions. Cause I, yes. I'm, I would love in any way, shape or form to help people figure this out because at the end of the day, yeah. Susan, um, you know, we're going to be faced with situations that money can fix. Yeah. And we just don't put enough attention on it. And uh, I've seen it so many times in my life. Money fixes problems and it helps people continue to move on. My brother-in-law, yeah. as, you know, as you know, he died with no health insurance, no life insurance on a hundred bucks in a bank. Could you imagine if he had had a, for 50 bucks a month, he could have had a term life insurance policy that yeah. paid out a hundred grand. Can you imagine what that hundred grand would have done for his widow and his four kids? I know. Would have changed I thought, I thought when I read that story, I thought, oh. It would have changed everything for yeah. $50 a month. So everybody says, well, how am I going to get there? I'm telling you if, you, if you don't think you can get there, you can hedge your bet with a term life insurance policy. That's how you could fix yeah. some of your brokenness. Go get term life insurance. And I don't have any connection to it. Anybody Buy it from anybody you want. I don't even know who to recommend, but just go get some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm glad that you said that about money being able to fix problems. I think you know, when you, when you hear a name like, you know, you need more money, the idea is, oh, that guy must be greedy or that must be about greed. And no, that's not what it's about. Money's not bad. Money does great things in the world. 
And I wish more people understood that, understood that it's not because you want more cars or more houses. If you want that, that's fine, but that's not the goal. The goal is it can do so much more. You can feed people, you yep. can heal people, you can give them medicine, you can do whatever you want. And so you can have really lofty ambitions and that's okay. I agree. Matt, thank you for joining me today. I'm glad okay. you're gonna come back. I can't wait, thanks Susan. All right, viewers, here's the book. Now we're gonna have links down below so you can get your copy on Amazon. And again, this gets one of my top rated, this is one of the ones you absolutely should have one of the best ones I've read so far this year. And we're halfway through, who knows what could come, but this is on the list that you're gonna see at the end of the year. Now we'll have links to that book as well as all of Matt's websites so you can find him. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.